West Bengal Chief Minister Mamata Banerjee's visit to the capital has been making headlines for the past week. Her meetings with Congress leaders Rahul Gandhi and Sonia Gandhi and also with other opposition parties have stoked speculations that Didi may finally be shedding the regional flag and maybe be stepping into the national political arena. The overarching message in her visit to New Delhi was that a united opposition front is required to defeat the ruling Bharatiya Janata Party in the 2024 general elections. On 28 July, she made a slew of attacks aimed at the BJP-led center, adding that "quote unquote we have seen a lot of achchedan and now we want to see sachchedan." And calling it a courtesy meeting, Banerjee also met with PM Modi, where she said she discussed the Pegasus Loop controversy and urged the Prime Minister to call for an all-party meeting to discuss the same. Though general elections are three years away, Mamata Banerjee has already moved the first piece on the chessboard. and has given clear indications that she wants to play a role in national politics her visit to new delhi raises the following questions is a united opposition front possible to defeat the bjp in 2024 is mamta banerjee a possible cm candidate to lead such a coalition and if not her who is most likely to be a face for this coalition to discuss all this for today's episode we spoke to senior journalist north of pyal singh mohanka and aditya menon the queen's political editor Get tuned in to the big story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you, and I'm your host, Emmat. Mamata Banerjee's indications to unite opposition political parties started even before she visited New Delhi. In a Martyrs Day speech on 21st July, she slammed the BJP government on the Pegasus Nuket and called for the opposition parties to meet in New Delhi. But what was different about this Martyrs Day event, which is usually marked by a massive public meeting in Kolkata, was that it was held virtually for the first time since 1993, and the TMC ensured that everyone across political lines heard the message. According to an Indian Express report, her speech was broadcasted live in Gujarat, Uttar Pradesh, Tamil Nadu, Punjab, Tripura, and even in New Delhi. In another first, the speech was also delivered in Hindi and English. A screen was also set up in the Constitution Club in New Delhi where according to the Indian Express report senior opposition leaders like NCP's Sharad Pawar and Supriya Sule Congress's P Chidambaram and Digvijay Singh Samajwadi Party's Ram Gopal Yadav and Jaya Bachchan RJD's Manoj Jha DMK's Tiruchi Siva and AAP's Sanjay Singh were present On the second day of her visit to New Delhi on 28 July Banerjee also had an exclusive meeting with Congress President Sonia Gandhi and Congress leader Rahul Gandhi where they discussed opposition unity covid-19 and the Pegasus controversy given the meeting the Congress TMC relationship seems to be mellowing out a bit since the West Bengal elections where the Congress failed to open the bank but fought bitterly with the TMC but is an alliance between the two former rivals possible are they ideologically compatible other than menon the quince political editor basin the coalition between the two parties is very much possible um uh, they were allies even in 2011 it was a very successful alliance uh, they uh, together brought down the left front which had been ruling uh, bengal uh, for for the past three decades uh, then ideologically there is uh, absolutely nothing that separates the tmc from the congress both uh, are broadly centrist uh, parties i um, mean with with elements which are both right of center and left of center uh, both parties uh, Uh, do claim to be secular uh, 
so I mean, there, there's no ideological incompatibility as well. TMC is from uh, essentially an offshoot of the Congress and has inherited the parent party's uh, ideology. Uh, yes, there are several uh, uh, recent events that has led uh, that have led to a change in in the equations between the two parties. I mean, we must remember that in the uh, 2021 uh, uh, West Bengal election, uh, the Congress fought quite bitterly against the TMC, uh, mainly because of of its uh, tallest Bengal leader, Adhir Ranjan Chaudhary's personal dislike uh, for for Mamta Banerjee. Uh, but uh, it's also important to note that uh, Rahul Gandhi, Sonia Gandhi and Priyanka Gandhi didn't quite actively campaign for the party in, in West Bengal. Uh, that was both due to, I mean, they didn't want to send a confusing message to voters in Kerala where the left and Congress were on opposing sides while in Bengal they were in, they were in an alliance. Uh, but it was also out of a certain degree of respect uh, for Mamta Banerjee. Uh, so I mean, I think we could have we saw uh, elements of of that uh, of that understanding even then, uh, and obviously the defeat in the elections. I mean, with the Congress and left both being wiped out, uh, and Mamta Banerjee winning quite a, a quite a convincing victory, the Congress realized that probably the ally they want on their side in Bengal is Mamta Banerjee and. Uh, then, of course, a very important development wa was the entire Pegasus controversy, in which uh, the names of uh, you know, uh, con former Congress President Rahul Gandhi, uh, at senior TMC leader Abhishek Banerjee, and Mamta Banerjee's strategist Prashant Kishore, uh, these three are said to have been snooped uh, using the Pegasus uh, software. So, I mean, it it uh, made these two parties realize that both were uh, probably at the receiving end of the same kind of forces, and both of both these parties were uh, realized that they are probably enemy number one and two for uh, the the ruling establishment. Uh, so these are some of the factors that may have pushed uh, these two parties to come closer. Mamata Banerjee's pre of meetings with opposition party leaders during a visit, including her New Delhi counterpart Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal, has stoked speculations about her political ambitions and whether she is pitching herself as a prime ministerial candidate for the 2024 elections. By securing a landslide victory from the BJP in the West Bengal Assembly elections, political analysts have stated that she has shown opposition parties that the BJP can be defeated. Since the election, she has also dealt one blow after another to the BJP party cadre in West Bengal by luring back the TMC defectors in a camp. Pertinently, BJP National Vice President Mukul Roy on 11 June. Several media reports have also stated that the TMC is in expansion mode, where reportedly the party is laying down the groundwork to contest in Tripura ahead of the 2023 assembly elections. And aside from Rahul Gandhi, she has been one of the most critical opposition leaders on the Pegasus Noob scandal and has lashed out on the BJP head-on and was the first chief minister to launch a judicial commission to probe the use of the Israeli spyware to surveil political leaders and journalists in India. Now, all the signs may point to Banerjee fielding herself to enter the national stage, but in response to a question on the same during a visit, she made it clear that she does not have any prime ministerial aspirations for the moment. Though she has ruled out any aspirations as such, does Mamata Banerjee enjoy political appeal outside West Bengal to be considered as a prime ministerial candidate when the time comes? How acceptable will she be at an all-India level? Senior journalist Payal Singh Mohanka believes that Mamta Banerjee's image as a street fighter may not play well outside West Bengal. 
but anything is possible in indian politics i think uh, she enjoys getting limited political appeal outside bengal of course having swept the assembly elections this year in bengal she's won many admirers across the country especially among people who who don't support modi here is this this single woman who took them all on and they were like I and mean, they left no stone unturned he had mm-hmm. the entire mach- the entire machinery here it was definitely no mean feat to, mo- to demolish a very very powerful modi shah combined mm-hmm. and didi did it single handedly so mm-hmm. that is commendable and that has got her a lot of admirers all over the country and she certainly like a known name but i don't think even those admirers of the state see her as the future prime minister mm-hmm. and uh, No, because she she's mercurial, she's temperamental. She doesn't really have statesman-like qualities. She's a street mm-hmm. fighter, so her skills are different. You know, at the regional, local level, these work. But as a prime minister, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, why would the opposition? Why would they see this face to her also? Because um, in a house of uh, 534, maximum she could get is say 40 seats. So mm-hmm. why would they look at her as the prime ministerial candidate? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, her party is a Bengal-centric party, and as you just mentioned, you know, like it's just got eight percent of the country's population. Uh, the Trinamool Congress has no footprint in any other state, mm-hmm. so this would be. I mean, it's like you can't say you know anything yeah. is possible in politics, especially of in course. India. But it's going to be a very tough one for her to actually. Though she said in a speech that I am not looking at being prime minister, but then her critics still saying that you know, if she said she was looking at. Being prime minister, she won't be able to mobilize the entire opposition. Also, there's mm-hmm. too much infighting already now. Yeah. But you know, sooner or later, they'll have to have a unanimously accepted common leader. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, how they're going to? They can't go as a faceless body, you know, because the BJP was quite faceless in the uh, assembly elections in Bengal, and it yes. doesn't work. The Bengal population knew that Modi was going to be uh, their mm-hmm. chief minister. So, I mean, yeah. how does it work? You have to have a face sooner or later. Yeah. So for her, very difficult one. Mamata Banerjee in a visit also stated that quote unquote in politics there are times when all have to bury their differences and come together for the sake of the country this is that time she added that the battle of 2024 is not between the opposition and the bjp but between the country and pm modi but if a united opposition coalition is required to stand against the bjp in the 2024 polls where does it stand right now Well, at present, the Pegasus new controversy has united all opposition parties, and this has been reflected frequently in the disruptions made in the monsoon session of the parliament being held. Opposition MPs have resorted to loud clapping and sloganeering to disrupt proceedings, demanding a probe in the Pegasus scandal. On 29 July, opposition MPs protesting over farm laws and Pegasus also tore up the agenda papers and threw them in the air in the Lok Sabha. Congress leader Rahul Gandhi has also tried to take the lead by convening a meeting of all opposition MPs and also led a march to Vijay Chowk with them. Meanwhile, several opposition parties are signaling that they are open to an organizational change after reports of NCP leader Sharad Pawar meeting political analyst Prashant Kishore. Kishore and his political strategy company IPAC has been instrumental in designing campaign strategy for opposition parties and his recent success with the TMC in the assembly elections has even caught the eye of the Congress leadership. But Given the vast ideological differences between all the opposition parties, is the goal of defeating the BJP in elections enough to unite all of them? Aditya believes that an anti-BJP coalition is possible, given the recent examples in Tamil Nadu. But given the limited regional political appeal that parties like the TMC or the NCP have, they will have to partner with a national party like the Congress to cement a united alliance. Yes, an anti-BJP national coalition is possible. 
uh, already we do see uh, some kind of uh, a formation taking place. Uh, there is, of course, the United Progressive Alliance, which already includes uh, important parties like the Congress, the DMK, uh, the NCP, RJD. Uh, then, of course, there are parties that are presently allied with the Congress, uh, such as the Shiv Sena. Uh, then TMC is, is quite open to uh, having some kind of an understanding with the Congress. Uh, so there is this formation, I mean, as of now, in, in terms of parliamentary cooperation, even Samajwadi party and the left are part of uh, this coalition. Uh, but the problem comes in uh, a pre-poll alliance because, uh, I mean, TMC is popular in West Bengal, but it cannot help uh, Congress or any other party in any other state. Uh, the same goes for, uh, say, a party like the NCP or the Shiv Sena or the RJD. Uh, the only places where a pre-poll alliance is required uh, are states like Uttar Pradesh, where there are three uh, anti-BJP parties, the Congress, SP and BSP. And uh, neither of the three are presently uh, in a position to ally with each other. Then in Delhi, Congress and AAP are in no position to uh, form an alliance either. Uh, Congress and Jantadal Secular in Karnataka had an alliance, but as of now, they are uh, still separate. Uh, so, I mean, it's the pre-poll coalition that is the uh, main challenge. I think the TMC at least has realized that uh, a national opposition isn't possible without uh, uh, the Congress. And, uh, you know, that's the reason uh, behind uh, Mamta Banerjee's outreach with uh, Congress President Sonia Gandhi and Rahul Gandhi, and also importantly with a number of other uh, Congress leaders like uh, Kamal Nath, Anand Sharma and Abhishek Singhvi. Uh, I mean, there is a solid empirical basis for this. Uh, you know, we, we have a number of states in India where the entire competition is essentially between the BJP and the Congress, and uh, uh, no national opposition can ignore this. Now, if if we look at, uh, I mean, these states include Madhya Pradesh, Rajasthan, Chhattisgarh, much of Assam, much of Karnataka. Uh, much of Haryana and together these states account for uh, close to 160 Lok Sabha seats which is about one third of the uh, total strength. So obviously no uh, effort towards creating a national opposition can, can ignore uh, this reality uh, and uh, Mamta Banerjee at least has figured out that uh, even if she uh, has to become Prime Minister it will have to be with the help of the Congress and it cannot be uh, something that she does uh, you know, uh, by alienating the Congress. As she finished her press briefing in New Delhi on 29 July, Mamda Banerjee stated that Khela Hobe, her popular campaign slogan, will be played across the country now. However, while the slogan worked in West Bengal, it remains to be seen how it will play out on the national stage. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to The Big Story for episodic updates. We're available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavan, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quint website. And for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequint.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quince website and check out our other podcasts.